2: What a great time to be a Giant, be a fan of the Giants. Like we have something going here. We're building something special, and you know you can see it from the outside and inside. It's even more beautiful. Reflecting on everything that got me here, just to see that uniform, and you know I, I watched. That's the thing I watched the most growing up, because my dad was a Giants fan. So
3: once a Giant, always a Giant. For me, it's only a Giant.
1: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of All In with Art Stapleton, a New York Giants podcast brought to you by NorthJersey.com and the record. I am your host, Art Stapleton, and I am recording this from the press box at State Farm Stadium. Final score New York Giants 31, Arizona Cardinals 28. The most remarkable comeback that I've seen on the beat, the largest comeback. Since 1949 for the New York Giants. And at halftime, down essentially 60 to nothing this year. 20 points at halftime. 60 total, including the Cowboys' loss. 40 to nothing from week one. You don't need me to tell you. Everyone was questioning Daniel Jones. $140 million contract. What's going on? Sorry, $160 million contract, $40 million this year. I saw some tweets, people already talking about his salary cap hit for next year. And in the blink of an eye, when they came out of the tunnel, the New York Giants in the second half dominated this game. Biggest play of that second half to start with was the spark. The rookie, Jalen Hyatt, provided it a 58-yard catch and run from Daniel Jones. And off to the races, the Giants were. Now, look, the Giants scored to make it 20 to seven, but then the Cardinals came right back down, went for two, and were up 28 to seven. So, anyone that just points to that Hyatt play and says that was the reason for the turnaround, it was a lot more than that. And I think when you talk to Brian Dable, what he said afterwards, he said, sometimes you can believe all you want in a team, in yourselves but you have to go out and do it. And I think the Giants went out and did it. The defense started to make plays when they needed to. You know, and I think ultimately Daniel Jones in that second half was the player that the Giants believe he can be. And, you know, it sounds kind of funny, and I said this through some interviews. We'll have interviews with Isaiah Hodgins, Jalen Hyatt, Darius Slayton, and Darren Waller, all part of this special post-game podcast. A historic week here for the Giants, having to stay here now in Arizona. But at 28-7 in the third quarter, I don't know how many Giants actually believed that they were going to come back and win this game. But ultimately, they did. Saquon Barkley obviously is a huge fixture here. He had two touchdowns. He had the one touchdown catch from Daniel Jones. That was all effort, an unbelievable effort to dive and reach the pylon to pull the Giants within the touchdown. Obviously, late, an unfortunate situation with Saquon getting rolled up his right ankle, heavily taped as the final seconds ticked off the clock. Graham Gano with the game-winning field goal. That's 12 game-winning field goals for Graham Gano in his career. Obviously, this status of Saquon. We don't know. I can't imagine that he's going to play Thursday night in Santa Clara against the San Francisco 49ers. He was hobbling around the locker room. His ankle was swollen. He went for x-rays. Presumably the x-rays were negative because he was not on crutches, but he was sitting in a chair and that's the last thing you wanted to see. It was jubilation around the locker room and then Saquon Barkley sitting in his chair in front of his locker Uh, Obviously trying to replay in his head uh, what transpired over those final seconds. I mean, he was unbelievable in the fourth quarter. He had that one run in the fourth quarter that just would not give up. Bounced off several Arizona defenders. And Daniel Jones throws a touchdown pass to Isaiah Hodgins. You'll hear more about that from Hodgins. Special moment. It was his son's birthday and was here at the game ended up finding him after scoring that touchdown we'll have that in my one-on-one with Hodgins so without further ado let's get to that one-on-one with Isaiah Hodgins right now when when did you come in asking these guys Dave said he talked about belief and how the belief in a team can really be strong when did you start believing that this wasn't just a possibility that this was going to happen
3: for the comeback uh I mean we we knew being down 20-0 I know like it's a cliche answer, and everyone says that. But like, we honestly knew, like, we weren't out of this game. Like, you know, we have a chance. And when we came out there that first drive and scored in like a minute and whatever seconds, like, I was like, all right, yeah, like, we're back. Like, it don't matter how many other times they score. Like, I know we're gonna do our job on offense. And you know, that was that was a big momentum shift. So, so all hats off to Jalen, to everyone who was making plays that drive. You so.
1: your touchdown catch, and then I heard a TV show. Do you kind of get – was your son here? Or yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I gave my son the ball. It was his birthday, so it was a, a special moment for me. So, you know, I, my, my uh, dad actually told me before the game, he was like, you know, we're in the we're in the end zone where it says, uh, I think it was Arizona Cardinals, one of the end zones or whatever, and he was like, and I saw him pregame, and he was like, you score down here, uh, give me the ball. So when I when I didn't catch that fade on the touchdown, you know, I was like sick and I was getting down on myself, and then I just like felt myself like, you know what, like I'm going to sit back here and I'm, I'm going to get the touchdown, I'm going to go give him the ball. And it happened like that. So
1: Last thing, you know, it might sound silly that yeah. a game in week two can save a season. Yeah. But you guys know what's ahead of you. Oh, you yes, know this sure. hard road. Yeah. Is there any validity to that, the yeah. idea that you feel like you kind of picked up your season yeah. right now?
3: No, I mean, it, it definitely helps. I mean, there's, like, you know, a big difference between 0-2 and, and one on one and a lot of people just say, oh, it's one game. And, I mean, regardless of what, it, what would have happened, I know that this team, we would have bounced back. But, I mean, it's a huge you know, momentum shift and a huge difference. So, I mean, I, it helps us a lot. It helps show, like, in the future, we're wherever, in this position again, like, don't flinch. Like, we could come back. It doesn't matter who it is. So, you know, um, that, that, that helped a lot for the team. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it.
1: You. All right. So that was Isaiah Hodgins. What a great story. Catches the touchdown. Just a bullet, a dart from Daniel Jones uh, through traffic, thread the needle, if you will. Uh, And that was Hodgins. Then now we've got a series of interviews that I wanted to record and get on the postgame pod. We're going to go Jalen Hyatt, then Darius Slayton, Darren Waller, and Xavier McKinney. Some were just one-on-one. McKinney was one-on-one. Obviously, I dropped in questions with Hyatt and Slay and Waller. All huge, important pieces today's puzzle for the New York Giants. when D- J- Dave's talked about the idea that you know sometimes a team needs to believe in itself and maybe that was kind of waning a little bit at halftime. When did you start believing that not only that you could do this, but that you guys were going to do this?
4: Um,
5: <clears throat> You know, to be honest, I, we were believing that the first half. Uh, we just didn't execute, uh, didn't uh, do some things that we wanted to do in that first half. And, like, again, like it, we did last week, you know, we got stuck in the corner again, you know, and... Zero points in that first half. Now we got to do something in the second half. We have to. And um, came in the locker room at uh, halftime, and you know, Dave didn't even say a word. I think we all knew what we had to do. Um, and when we went in that second half, you know, everything changed. So, uh, just gives credit to the leaders, man. Credit the leaders of the room that, that got us all together again, and credit DJ as well for making you know tough plays.
1: You didn't have a catch last right? week. Yeah. Did that weigh on you? That you know, did you really want
5: to do something today? To make yeah, play? definitely, definitely. Um, you know, last week, uh, didn't do what I wanted to do personally. You um, know, had a drop. Um, and only that, just effort and uh, everything that I did in that game, just wasn't there. Uh, and, you know, the new week, and when I came in this this game, I knew I had to change everything. My whole week of preparation was different. Um, you know, I actually was watching the film. You know, 24/7. You know, seeing who we're playing, and not only that, DJ always standing in my corner. You know, saying hey, we'll get the ball to you, we'll get the ball to you, and
4: um, that's what he did. And um, I think it just goes back to our years. So, yeah. I think we just we knew we weren't executing like we needed to. We knew we had to be better. At the end of the day, like you can give all the raw rah speeches you want, but bottom line is you got to go out there and make plays players got to make the plays come to life and go and I think we all understood that at halftime and got it going second half.
1: Slay was there a moment in that second half where you started believing and saying you know what we are gonna get this done?
4: Shoot we came out the tunnel we had the ball first you know it's like as an offense like you got to start believing right there because it's important to go down there and get a touchdown and you know I think we did score right out of half right and we went down and got a touchdown and then at that point it's okay we got a little momentum the defense got to stop, and then from there, you're just putting points up.
1: Was there a point where you felt like, we're
4: just not going to lose this game? Um, Yeah, like I said, we came out of half. We got that first touchdown. It's like, all right. It's kind of like, you know, in basketball, when they say you getting the lid off the rim. It's like, all right, we got in the end zone, and now it's time to go.
2: The poise, and, uh, but also the balance with the intensity um, that I mean, I've seen since April seen all through camps, seen all through OTAs, so uh, that's the consistent guy that I've seen every day throughout the game, you know, like I always say, I just try to put myself in a position to where it looks like, you know, I'm open, you know, like he can throw it there. Like I just try to keep it as simple as that uh, on the plays that are called and there are more opportunities in the second half, not only for me but for a lot of guys that may play. So just uh, presenting ourselves open to the quarterback and we got a quarterback that's going to put it there.
1: Darren, when did this team, when did you specifically start believing that this was possible?
2: Um, I knew it the whole time, you know, like I I I tell people all the time, it's like from my, just my life journey. You know, I don't try to be too philosophical, but I've been knocked down on on my ass, like not knowing like what I was going to do, like nothing really, I couldn't look too far into the future of like where I wanted my life to be, like I had to handle things like right where I was. And so like that second half just reminded me of that, you know, I see a lot of guys that have a a similar character when adversity hits, because I've been on the other side of a lot of those games, and games where second half, you have a choice to make, and it gets even uglier. Like, I've been on that side, and i uh, just grateful to be part of this group. How deep did that hole feel uh, in that first half? Because you're coming off a game
1: where you hadn't scored in Dallas, and you're You know, it, from the outside, it looks like a big, significant accumulation of bad stuff going on. Can you just describe
2: the vibe at the half, and, and how do you plan out of that? Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it can be a hole if you, uh, if you view it that way. Because at the end of the day, it's like, that's the score and that's the result of what the first half was. If you want to do something about what that looks like, it takes one individual play at a time. It doesn't take looking at the scoreboard. It doesn't take looking at the clock or worrying about what went wrong. It's like if you handle individual plays, you'll put yourself back in the position because you're going to be doing things right. That's the approach that we took because a lot of times you can get distracted by saying, oh, man, we're a jam. Like We need a huge play. We need this. We need that instead of just like going there and just... Let's execute. Let's make something happen on the first drive. All right, let's, let's continue. Let's continue to sustain. How much of a spark was that DJ throw to Hyatt? You know, that, right right out of the box in the second half there, you know, whatever, whatever, 58 yards or whatever it was. How much of a spark was that? Because you had not really had anything to kind of build on in that first half, you know. And it just seemed to kind of get you guys going a little bit. It got the giant fans in the building a little bit going, right? Right, yeah. It's a, it's a huge spark at that point in the game, and it's like, playing in national football League, like you don't know when that spark may come. Of course you want it to be earlier, but that was the opportunity for us in this game and, you know, and we took advantage of it and that allowed us to, you know, build some momentum and sustain the and drives be like, okay, like this is what we're used to, this is what we've been doing since April throughout this whole process. Like we know what we can do as an offense and yeah, that definitely gets you going.
1: Darren, how it sounds kinda of silly to look at week two and say a win or a comeback can save a season, but you know the reality of this season and what you guys have ahead of you, (laughs) is that far-fetched to say a season was saved today, the way you guys battled back and... Today's
0: game, today's game mean nothing to the rest of the season
1: uh,
0: we got to go out there each and every Sunday or each and every th- whenever we play and we got to be a lot better we got to go out there each and every practice and be a lot better um, this game is obviously it's over with now um, I'm happy that we were able to get the win but uh, we got to be a lot better man and um, you know the guys in this locker room know what the coaches everybody knows it so uh, we, we'll, we'll be we'll get there um, I know we will um, but you know it's we just got to gotta be a lot, lot – we got to start a lot faster. We can't have slow starts to games because um, it's, not, it's not helping us. It's making it a lot harder for us. Um, but we do have a lot of resilient guys in this, in this locker room and, you know, guys that are battle-tested and guys that have been through the tough times. Um, so I know how these guys will respond, and I know how the coaches will respond, and we're able to do that today. Dave uh,
1: said he talked about, uh, you know, belief, and sometimes you can say you believe, into it, but until you go out there and show it. Exactly. When did you start believing in that second half? I know you've never lost belief, but believing that you guys were going to win this game.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, like I said, we, <laughs> we didn't went Like, I've been here, this is my fourth year now, and a lot of, a lot of these guys have been here. So um, we have been rock bottom, um, and we didn't been through a lot of shit together. And so I know when it's, when it's time on the clock, I know we always got a chance to win.
1: Thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate so it. So now we stay in Arizona. Giants are here, so I'll be here. We'll be in Tempe Monday and Tuesday, then head to San Francisco on Wednesday for the game Thursday night against the 49ers. Now, look, Saquon Barkley's status is huge. I don't think there's any way he can recover to play Thursday night against the 49ers. I think the focus right now, you're hoping that it's not a high ankle sprain. We'll see if it is. That would likely knock him out. You know, weeks, not days, uh, but let's see how the the scans, what they show, and how Saquon recovers from that. Uh, but look, you're at one and one for the Giants. If you can be two and two after the Monday night game against against the Seattle Seahawks at home, uh, you've kind of salvaged the beginning of the beginning part of this season. Uh, and when they were sitting there with no points for the 2023 season. After 91 minutes and seventeen seconds to come back and win this game the way they did, showed a lot of moxie, showed a lot of guts uh, for everyone who was bailing on Brian Dable and this team, uh, and you know already talking about Caleb Williams and the next quarterback of the Giants, Daniel Jones kind of shut some people up in that second half too. Well, let's not make too too big of it. Uh, The reality is they beat the Arizona Cardinals, a team that's 0-2 right now. So for the effort and the performance, it's historical for what the Giants did today. But wherever they go from here remains to be seen. Uh, And I do think one important note, it was spread on social media, and then obviously it was uh, shown on the broadcast. It looked like Brian Dable was calling plays. Uh, He said he was asked directly and he said after the game, he was not calling plays. He's always involved with his coordinators uh, on the headset. He always has a play sheet. He said Mike Kafka called a good game, Um, you know, and that's what Dable's saying. So you have to take his word for it in that situation. Uh, But whoever was calling the plays, whether it was a joint effort uh, or however it happened, uh, what the Giants did in the second half, they were a different team a different team that played against the Cowboys and a different team that showed up here in the first half. So we'll be back tomorrow with more fallout from this. And then we get ready. We'll, We'll be with the Giants tomorrow and Tuesday. So we will have more sound, more reaction to this and obviously quick turnaround to face Christian McCaffrey, Mr. Bosa and the rest of the 49ers on Thursday night. So appreciate you tuning in as always. We are all in. So hopefully you'll stay all in, too, with the New York Giants. Final score, 31-28. Big Blue picks up its biggest comeback victory since 1949. Everybody have a great night.